0: Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Friday, September 17th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Senator Kirsten Cinemas role back-channeling with moderate House Democrats. We've got news here. Number two, the new debt limit deadline. And number three, Ohio Republican Anthony Gonzalez is not running for re-election we take a look at where the republicans who voted to impeach trump are now. All right, Jake, let's get into it. We are breaking some news this morning about how house democrats have been talking with the key Arizona democrat, Kirsten Cinema, about what to what they should, what they shouldn't necessarily support when it comes to reconciliation.
1: Yeah, so check this out. Um I have a I have a metaphor here and I'm I'll I'll start with that. Um imagine you you'll remember this. It's actually forget the metaphor. Let's just play this straight. Remember in 2009-2010, House Democrats took a walk and voted for cap and trade um, which was a uh uh a cap and, uh, uh, energy legislation uh gave it their stamp of approval and the Senate Democrats said no thanks. So now And a lot of people lost their seats. A lot of those House Democrats were just pummeled in the ads at that time. Yeah. yeah, If you look at people, you know, people Southwest Virginia, Ohio, um, all voted for that and are all uh, having a change of career at this point, I would say. (laughs) Um, That was 15, you know, 12, 13 years ago. But anyway, not the point. Um, I guess less than 12 years ago. But anyway, back to back to reality. So so. Um, the the conundrum that House Democrats are facing is why would they vote for a piece of legislation if the Senate Democrats are not gonna vote for it? Okay, so let's let's bring this back to Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin. Uh we report this morning um that Cinema and Manchin have been back channeling with House Democrats on the Energy and Commerce Committee, moderate House Democrats on the Energy and Commerce Committee, and the uh, Ways and Means Committee to oppose pieces of legislation that are um, politically dangerous for them and that they're not going to pass in the Senate. Now, now, listen, this is not nefarious. Like these people would probably vote against this legislation anyway. But, um, you know, it's interesting to see there's always intrigue when the hidden hand of a, uh, of a, uh, a senator is behind some House action.
0: Yeah, I I think just so what's so important here, right, is, you know, we've talked about the numbers here, and you obviously have this 50-50 Senate, and you have this three-seat majority for Speaker Nancy Pelosi trying to maneuver, but it just shows you how tricky the politics are in terms of some of these moderates saying, you know, I'm not going to vote for these, take really tough votes in the committee or support support it in the House package when they are hearing. Behind the scenes from Kirsten Cinema, Joe Manchin's also having conversations. You know, that the, these provisions are going nowhere in the Senate. It complicates things quite a bit, though, because now you're not just trying to figure out. Warehouse Democrats are, if you're Pelosi, you're also trying to figure out, okay, what is this, uh, you know, intra-chamber conversation going like, and what does that mean for some of these other, maybe more controversial or, um, p- p- you know, different elements that are going to be hard for moderates to necessarily support?
1: Yeah, I, I just, and as we get into um, next week and the week after, and, and when, when reconciliation hit, yeah, heats up even more, I, I mean... I'm not saying this is not going to pass. I just think I I find, I just think this is going to be really difficult. I mean, we laid this out yesterday. um, And uh, just, there's just so many tripwires at this point. I mean, I'm not making a prediction because we're just not there yet. I mean, we, this could come up in a month or so, but like even more than that, but like, it's just, there's so, the prescription drug plan, if it doesn't have that, there's tripwires. If it does have that, there's tripwires. There's um, there's uh, the price tag. There's just a million, there's salt. We laid this out in yesterday's, um, uh, I think midday edition. If I'm, if I, I'm, I was fasting, so my memory's a little hazy about what was where and, and, and what. Um, but, you know, it's just, there's a, there's just a, a, it's a lot of lot of really uh, dangerous political elements right now,
0: and just a new dynamic to watch. We, you know, we always are watching where different factions are, and this I think is really instructive of how difficult things are going to be in the next several months potentially. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning: the debt limit. We have been hammering on this about how the debt limit and government funding are really going to be the issues next week uh, as we come perilously close to a potential shutdown. We are reporting this morning uh, that a key Wall Street data firm that is followed by Treasury Watchers has now moved its debt limit date slightly.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, writes an ICAP, a wall, this Wall Street data firm that uh, that we've been recently put onto that a lot of people in D.C. are watching, uh, say they think that October twenty fifth or twenty sixth is the uh, is the deadline. Um, I, you know what does that mean? So they originally said it was the twenty second. They're moving it back a couple days because of higher than expected tax revenue. Point is this has to get done uh this has to get done like now or like adjacent to now (laughs) because because uh uh, this is this is quite dangerous uh the deadlines are pretty daunting right now 13 days until the government shuts down um we reported in yesterday's midday edition i think this is Um, the
0: infamous midday edition everybody needs to become premium (laughs) subscribers
1: <laughs> well, today's midday edition, you'll get the Punch Bowl news power matrix. Always but anyway, fun. Um, uh, so we report in the midday edition that the House is uh, moving toward uh, uh, the Rules Committee with a, a, fu- a funding measure that will fund government until December. We're not sure what it's going to say in the debt ceiling. We're going to dig on that today. They're um, expecting
0: just to put it into POCUS, they're expecting to
1: be yeah, drafting that expecting- on Monday. They're expecting so and it's going to get rejected by Senate Republicans, most of who say they're not interested in voting for the debt limit. As we know, as we kind of reported when with Mitch McConnell uh, uh, in, in our interview with Mitch McConnell a couple, a couple days ago, which kind of jumpstarted this entire conversation anyway. Um, so I, I would just say it's really, really, really dangerous. And um, uh, we're going to be in for a couple interesting weeks.
0: All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning. What happens when you oppose Donald Trump? Our pal Jonathan Martin of The New York Times scooped last night that Representative Anthony Gonzalez, the Republican from Ohio, is retiring. Uh, if you remember, recruiting Gonzalez to run for Congress in 2018 was a huge boon for House Republicans. He's Cuban-American, young, a former Ohio State and NFL football star, but there's one thing that he did do he voted to impeach donald trump uh i think it just puts into focus how um you know opposing donald trump can be put you in a pretty perilous position politically so the three yeah, p's i'll
1: say um, uh, was a a coup for mccarthy as you noted as you, as you noted not noticed we i guess you noticed it too but you also noted it um uh, Gonzalez is a massively, massively popular figure in the state of Ohio, played for Ohio State, um, played for the Indianapolis Colts, his good buddies with Peyton Manning. Um, and, you know, he actually considered running for the Senate, I believe he pulled it. I don't know if that's been reported, but I, I do know that he he pulled uh, uh, running for this open Senate seat left open by, um, by Rob Portman. The problem is he's now running against a Trump uh guy uh uh, max miller who worked for the president for the former president and trump has endorsed him and trump is just intent on taking gonzalez down gonzalez is like a he's kind of like a um uh uh, out of a movie, right? Ball, the big dude played football, very tough, but you know, Trump is going to take a victory lap here because he's not, he told J Mart yesterday, I think, uh, in the story that Trump is a cancer. He basically can't get through a primary in his Cleveland district, Cleveland area district. Um, and, uh, I am a bit surprised to be honest with you. Um, I know Gonzalez, uh, obviously we cover Congress. So we know a lot of these people. I think he's, uh, I I thought he would fight this. I thought he would not let Trump, who he clearly has, uh, does not like since January 6th, uh, he voted to impeach him. As you noted, he, um, I just didn't think he would, he would back down here, but clearly he, uh, he thought he, he he said it would have been a, a challenging primary or something like that, but he thought he would have, prevailed everyone says that when i mean when, you, when you're getting
0: out of the race that's a pretty easy thing to say right yeah
1: well he did cite that he has um and we had reported this a couple months ago he was spending a ton of money on security on his personal security at his house not a ton but he was spending personal money on security we were i think we reported that a couple months ago um we did report it a couple months ago but um uh, he cite- Yes, he cited basically that his family was in danger, and that's scary. He's got young kids, he's got a wife, and they are all home in Ohio.
0: Yeah, I think it's also just, uh, let's just take the 30... 30- thousand foot view here for a second because i think he is is one person when you look at the people that have opposed donald trump uh here and a lot of them are 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 frustrated have had things happen right you look at john kacko the republican from new york getting rolled by mccarthy when he tried to create a commission to investigate the january 6th insurrection liz cheney obviously got booted from house republican leadership and now has a primary challenger who trump endorsed you have Fred Upton, Jamie Herrera, ba- Butler, both have Trump endorsed primary opponents. So basically, you know, he is just an example, kind of the tip of the spear of making that decision, that calculation, is it worth the fight that clearly the former president is willing and uh, enjoys when those that have opposed him, he's going to get in and, and kind of make their life tough.
1: Yep, that's right. Not Not good for today's politics.
0: All right. Thanks so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. We'll be back on Monday.